Hey there, thanks for tuning in to the Dogwood Media Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Cumby, and today we're talking about the five most common types of Google Ads with my guest, Beth Gillum. Welcome to the Dogwood Media Solutions Podcast. I'm Lauren Cumby, the account manager here and one of the hosts of this podcast. Today is episode four, and I am joined once again by our SEO strategist, Beth Gillum. Welcome back. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah. So today um, we are going to be talking about Google ads. Um, Last time that Beth was here, we talked about SEO and SEM, which goes into a little bit of Google ads. And this time we're just going to jump in a little bit deeper and talk more about the different options for that. Um, Last time Beth was here, we talked a little bit about her um, relationship with Dogwood and how she became a part of the team. So if you want to learn more about her, head back to that episode and give it a listen. All right. So today we are going to discuss the five main types of Google ads. There's tons more than just five, but these are the five main ones. Um, And we're going to talk about what they are, what they do, and what kind is the best for what purposes. Um, So at Dogwood, we have all different types of ads that we run. um, And we all have different specialties that we're good at. You know, Beth is our SEO specialist. Um, Sarah Kate is really good at PR. Uh, I do a lot of our Google ads, that kind of thing. But all of us really try hard to understand as much as we can about the industry that we're in and all the different parts of what we do. So today you kind of have the dynamic duo talking to you about Google (laughs) ads because Beth is our absolute best researcher and knows everything there is to know about anything you can learn on the internet because you tell her you need her to know about something and she just magically learns about it and it's incredible um and then i on the other hand just run things during the day so like i understand it because i I do it (laughs) you have the action part of it and and i'm the let's learn and and figure it out yeah i'm pretty sure that when you wrote this blog you messaged me and said i want to learn about this can i write a blog about it and i was like yeah go for it i have found that the best way for me to learn something is to teach it to others Mm -hmm. i mean this is one of the reasons i've taught Sunday school for right. 25 years. You know, I, it learn, I learn so much more. Maybe not 25 years. Yeah, maybe 25 years. <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so I wanted to learn more about Google ad campaigns. Mm-hmm. And I thought, plus we had talked about SEO versus SEM, right. like we talked about in our last podcast together. And so this just seemed like another step of let's break it down, those ads even more. Yeah. Well, it is a great blog and really does explain a lot of the different types of ads. Um, So first of all, what are those five main type of ads that people have probably come in contact with? Okay, so if you've ever done a Google search, you know what Google search ads are that show up at the top of the page. Okay, that's one of the ad campaigns. Then you also have what we call display ads, um, also called banner ads. We'll talk more about those in a minute. Another main player are video Google ad campaigns, Mm -hmm. um, YouTube stuff. We'll talk about that, too. And shopping campaigns used more and more. um, As in Google, you actually click the shopping link. And then finally, app campaigns, which are only applicable 
applicable. Hear that? <laughs> I didn't even mean Bunch. to make that pun. Yeah. Uh, they're all app campaigns if your business has an app and you want to promote it. We'll talk more about that. Right. So at Dogwood, we run, um, like I said, a bunch of different types of ads just depending on who the client is and what they need and that kind of thing. We help them come up with the strategy and figure out what works best for them and what is going to help them achieve the goals that they are trying to achieve. But by far, the most popular are search ads. So tell us a little bit about what a search ad is um, and just why it would be beneficial for people. Okay, so um, all of the search ads in all of these really fall under search engine marketing that we talked about in our last one. But search ads specifically show up um, on Google search. Okay, when you put in any search query, um, if your question connects to a keyword that a business has uh, paid to advertise through this app cam- through this campaign, mm-hmm. then um, it will show up one of the top four um, at the top of the page. Now these are not organic listings that mm-hmm. don't. These have a little ad, little word, the little uh, bolded black ad next to them. Um, and a lot of these are are determined, of course, by your targeting that you set up. Mm-hmm. You're going to pick out who do you show this ad to. Um, when I wrote this blog, I did the example of I googled hiking trails in Alabama. Now, um, uh, if you if you're not familiar, I live now in Northwest Alabama, um, and since we moved and left you guys here, talk <laughs> Um So when I googled hiking trails in Alabama, my location played a factor Mm -hmm. and um, some cookies from previous searches um, so that it showed me like the land trust of North Alabama. Had I done that in Montgomery, I would have had different ads shown up. Mm -hmm. If I'd done it down uh, in Mobile or Gulf Shores, of course, different ads would have shown up there too. So you can really refine these search ads um, by targeting certain areas, certain people groups, Mm -hmm. certain demographics, and, and say who needs to see these. Why would you do that? Because that's your target customer, Mm -hmm. okay? You want to know who that is. Don't just show it to anybody and everybody. You want people who are most likely to act and to purchase or respond or subscribe or whatever your 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 goal is. Yeah, it's it's incredible to me when we talk to clients and I'll ask, you know, who's your target demographic? And so many people haven't really thought through that question. I mean, you would. I mean, obviously they have some sort of idea as far as you know if I'm. If I'm a clothing boutique, like potentially probably women, mm-hmm. maybe you have like a certain age range. But after that, most people haven't really thought a whole lot about who their target audience is. So that's definitely an important part of any sort of ad that you're running. Sounds like a future podcast for us, Lauren, for sure. Yeah, definitely. How to figure out your target audience. Yes, it definitely needs to be one. And But that is one of the reasons why I love Google ads as opposed to other ad platforms. Not that the others don't have value because they do. But with Google ads, there's so much more freedom to target people specifically based on just different different items that are useful. I mean, you can even target people based on their their Gmail addresses if you have their their actual emails. Um, whereas with other platforms that you might run ads on, they've very much narrowed the ways that you can target people. So Google's just so good for that. Now, uh, one thing I wanted to point out with these two is that the price on running Google search ads is... It varies a lot, mm-hmm. okay? When you choose to run these ads, we're going to 
to certain keywords, right? right. So when someone puts that in, um, our ad that is linked to that word that we kind of purchased is mm-hmm. sometimes how we say it. We bought that keyword is the way some people will say it. But um, then our ad will show up. So that the price of that keyword will vary. Depends on your industry, competition for that, um, even certain times of year. Mm-hmm. Certain keywords will go up in price or less. Now, um, some of those, uh, specifically if, if you're in law or insurance or mortgages, those keywords tend to be much pricier right. than other lots ones. Lots of competition. But you have, yes, and lots of competition. But you also have to think of your return on investment. Because if someone clicks that ad that you may be paying, cause, because let's go, before I get too far into that, Lauren, we got to get about <laughs> pay-per-click. Because I want right. to make sure they understand this. Because you're only going to pay when someone clicks the ad, mm-hmm. correct? Right. This is why they call it PPC or pay-per-click. So uh, even though you may be paying $50 per click for those higher and more expensive keywords, your return on investment is going to be a lot more than that. Right, exactly. And Brian and I talked about that a little bit in our first podcast. I think it was the very first episode. Um, We kind of joked about how we've had clients in the past who will search themselves a lot and they're like, why am I not showing up where I want to show up? And it's like, well, because you keep telling Google that this ad's not relevant because you're not clicking on it. Uh You're searching and then not clicking. So you're telling Google that this isn't a good ad or vice versa. You are clicking on it and you're spending your own money. Stop spending your own money (laughs) yeah so yeah you definitely you only pay for what people click on um which is honestly a great way to do it because obviously if you're not getting those clicks and you're not getting people to go to your website or whatever landing page you've set up then you know it's kind of all for naught so you're really only paying for eyes on whatever page you set up for them to go to and even within that um let's say i create a wildly popular ad Mm -hmm. And I get lots and lots of clicks. I'm still only paying my, I've capped that off with Google. Right. I've said I'm, I'm not going to get an enormous bill that was not <laughs> in my budget at the end of the month. Right. Right? Like, yeah, I had a sweet client tell me when we first set up her ads, she was like, just please make sure that you don't go over my budget. And I was like, oh. I promise you that will not happen. <laughs> like, right. Google Google makes you do a, a, even a daily ad spend capped where mm-hmm. you can only, you'll only pay for so many clicks per day, but then also in the month. Right. Okay. Perfect. Yep. So the average cost, and I say average because we talked about those really expensive keywords, and most are not within that price range. But the day, the average cost for a Google search ad um, is about two dollars and thirty-two cents per click. But that's really not accurate because I think a lot of them, depending on your industry, maybe maybe a lot less. Yeah, it really does depend. I mean, but even with that being, you know, the average, taking into account that some keywords are up to $10, depending on what kind of keyword it is. I mean, even with that being the average that I mean, that's not a bad, a bad price. Okay, so the next kind I want to talk about um, are display ads. We also call these banner ads. Now these are ads, unlike search, okay, search ads just show up on your search engine results page, which we call SERPs. These run all across Google's network. Okay, that includes certain websites that have partnered with Google. Uh, Gmail. Mm-hmm. I've seen more of those in my ad in my Gmail recently, or maybe I never noticed them too right. much. But I'm, or maybe I don't know. I've seen them more lately. Uh, different articles that you click on, and even videos. Okay, so these display ads, you need at least two images. Okay, display 
show that you think photographs, mm-hmm. right? You think images. So you need some good eye-catching yeah. photos or images or graphics, right, mm-hmm. to do these. That would be the best best way. So so they require a minimum of two, one landscape, one square, but you can add more than that right. to really make it your own. Um, so when you sign up for, for, for these... Um, they're not linked to specific search results or keywords, okay? Um, so this means that the audience that sees your ads is not necessarily looking for you, mm-hmm. okay? So why in the world would you want to do that? That sounds crazy a little bit. Like, right. What's the goal? Okay, but these are great if you are trying to increase your brand awareness, yes. making people aware of who you are as a business, what you're doing, maybe your new business, trying to get the word out there. Um, so, uh, and, and one thing that... I've I've seen these, obviously. We've all seen these, Mm -hmm. whether you realize it or not. And those, even a fleeting vision of it as you're scrolling is building that brand awareness. Oh, yeah. Especially with your consistent branding Mm -hmm. on it. Um, So um, these can be, um, you you still can target these some, but they are not necessarily have interacted with you. Now, the second way that these display ads will uh, work is with something called retargeting campaigns. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate retargeting campaigns myself because uh, I'm a busy mom and right. I'll often start something or start researching or start shopping or looking for something and then get called away or distracted. And I'm sure we all are, but with kids, they really do that a lot. And so retargeting ad, um, when you visit a website... And you don't take any action. You don't make a purchase or subscribe or uh, sign up for any of the you know the stuff they do. And you just leave. Mm-hmm. Those little cookies connect, right? Yep. And then these display ads will. Next time you're you click on an article or something in the Google network, it can show you that again. So mm-hmm. I see that and I go, oh yeah, I forgot I was <laughs> researching that, or I wanted to buy that, or I wanted to to finish that, or sign up for that newsletter. And so these retargeting ads. Um, can really help just stay in front of your potential customers. Oh, yeah, for sure. And one thing about display ads, I think people sometimes think that uh, it's a one-for-one, like somebody sees your display ad and they click on it and they buy. Like one view, one conversion. And one thing that I have to remind people is that it takes people somewhere between five and ten times of seeing your brand or your product or whatever it might be before they will actually take an action on that, whether it's subscribing for something, purchasing something, joining a mailing list, whatever it is, it usually takes several times of looking for something. So one of the things that I point out to our folks when I send out their reports every month is what their ratio of the people they reached versus the impressions that they had, because impressions is the number of times that anybody saw your ad, whereas reach is the number of people that you had. So if your impressions is twice as much as your reach, then those people saw that ad on average two times. So that's two times closer to them actually doing something with it. Um, Obviously, we don't necessarily know that, you know, Beth saw this ad four times. But on average, it gives you the idea that, okay, people are seeing this multiple times, which gives Mm -hmm. them more opportunity to see it, think about it and to act. Um, Funny anecdote. There is a pencil pouch (laughs) that I have seen 
probably 20 times at this point. Like, Google really wants me to buy this pencil (laughs) pouch. And, like, fair enough, because, like, I really want the pencil pouch. I have put it in my cart, like, four times and not purchased it. And I don't really know why, other than it feels silly to buy a pencil pouch when I'm, like, a grown woman that doesn't go to school. (laughs) Um, But one day I'm going to buy this pencil pouch, and this company is determined. They keep showing me. They have a wonderful display retargeting ad campaign going for you and that pencil pouch. And one day I'm going to buy that pencil pouch. But There you go. Well, then there they're going to succeed. You know, it will be a win. Okay. So average cost um, on display ads usually can be what would we say about a dollar is what the numbers were? Yeah. Uh, Under a dollar, under a dollar each. Even better. Yeah. So, and of course there's different factors in that, but that's what average cost for a display or banner ad. Okay. So the next one are video Google ad campaigns. Okay. These show up on YouTube. Surprise, surprise. Right. Okay. But also other networks, which I was really interested to learn about this feature um, because I didn't realize that. Okay. But the goal of these uh, video ad campaigns usually is to increase that brand awareness that Mm -hmm. we talked about. Um, to expand your reach, which Lauren very clarified on, how, you know, the people that, the, not just the the number of eyes that see it, but the people who saw it more than once. Right. Like, yes, your reach on that. Um, uh, conversions, people taking action, and um, and retargeting, in a sense, here. Mm-hmm. So um, when you want to do a video Google ad, of course, you have to have video content. Right. Okay. So um, you first upload it to YouTube. Um, there's some little nuances with this that um, might help it be a little better campaign, something to think about. But um, as I mentioned about like before, video ad campaigns, they show on YouTube, but also other networks. Okay, these are networks and websites that are partners with Google. Mm -hmm. Um, And you may just want your ad to show up on YouTube. So in which case you just uncheck it, right? You just say, Nope, only want YouTube. Okay. Um, Why would you do this? Because you may really want to it may skew your data a little bit if you're if it's, you know, when you see it, and it's, is showing you YouTube, but also all these other networks. Right. Like you can't really get a clear picture of how your YouTube audience is responding to that mm-hmm. ad. So um, they also, you know, we often put uh, clickable call to action buttons mm-hmm. within these. Hey, sign up here or learn more. Right. And, and for people to click. Now, a lot of people watch YouTube on their TVs. Right. Right. So you can't click it. You know, most TVs don't allow you to click it. Uh, right. The fancier mine doesn't at home, and it's pretty <laughs> new. But so, so again, that would skew some results. Mm-hmm. So again, just you uncheck the TV screens option, and then it'll just show on mobile devices, yeah, or laptops, or you know, you know, anything that you can click. Right. It's amazing how detailed you can be about where you want your ads to show. Because I mean, not only can you you specifically say like, I only want it to show on mobile devices versus TVs, but you can also say, I only want to show this to people who own Samsung phones or like, you can say, I only want Apple people to have this. I mean, because think about like, if you have an app that is only available for for iPhone users, Um, there's I mean, so many different ways that you can say, I only want this group of people to see this ad. It's amazing. Wow. Okay, last tip on those. Y'all, your your video has got to be good. Okay, <laughs> it's got to be good. And I think sometimes, especially when it's your own business, you can watch this video that you created or had somebody create and go, oh, this is wonderful. Because you know your business. Right. And you know what the intent of it was. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone who has no idea who you are may watch the video and go, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. So uh, Google even suggests 
doing what they call a video ad experiment where you have different versions of your video ad that you want to share and do really small scale campaigns and see which one do does the audience respond best to before you pour a lot of funds into a bigger campaign and on that note like show somebody outside of your organization your video exactly because i (laughs) i remember a time i'll make fun of us since this is the dogwood podcast and i can make fun of us um several years ago we made a series of videos that was basically explaining the different like branches of our business um and we thought this was just going to be the best thing in the world like they were going to be like so professionally done and well lit and all this stuff and, like, we look at them now, and they are so cringy. Like, I cannot believe that we ever posted those anywhere on the Internet. And they're still there. You can go find them. I dare you. Go, oh, back, go back to Facebook and go scroll through. You'll find them. But you can tell because we all just look lifeless in our eyes. Like, you can tell that we've been sitting there for, like, 20 minutes trying to record <laughs> this thing. And it's no no hate towards our our video guy at the time we love you nick it was not his fault <laughs> it was completely us we were we were not good uh, actors for him um but yeah so have somebody else look at your videos cuz we were very proud of them and oh yeah they were not great <laughs> oh yeah sometimes we just need to take a step back they looked great yeah we we did not <laughs> Okay, um, the last, uh, almost next, next to last are shopping campaigns. Okay, so obviously, uh, shopping. If you have an e-commerce store, um, shopping campaigns are a great way to sell, okay, uh, through Google Ads. So you could also, in addition to, so you put your items up, and, and when somebody hits the shopping tab, they, you know, will show up there. You mm-hmm. can promote those on there. No, but you can also take your whole storefront inventory and focus that to just your local audience, mm-hmm. like the people that could walk into your store, too. Right. So that's a, that's a big plus for these. Now, you got to have good pictures because, mm-hmm. of course, we're so visually driven. But also, you have to have a really good, well-written product description, okay? Uh, part of this, too, is the description with keywords because people are putting in keywords um, and so those are are utilized in descriptions too. I imagine alt text mm-hmm. would play a big role in these description of your photo. Right. So that, because uh, because Google, surprise, surprise, they can't read what a photo is. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, so that's why that alternative text that we talked about with SEO, but these descriptions are such a big deal right. is because search engines need to know what it is. They can read text, but a photo you know, they can't know that you're selling a pair of shoes or you're right. selling, you know, this item. You know, mm-hmm. they need to, it needs to be described. Now, shopping ads can be really worthwhile. Okay. Shopping ad campaigns. Um, because when someone hits the shopping button on Google, they're planning on making a purchase. They're right. not, you know, usually they're not just, hmm, what can I learn today? Right. They have a very, it's, they're very intent based, is what we like to say. Um, and so they're reg- they're they're ready to make a purchase. So when your product shows up, you know, and you've got that good description and a beautiful picture, then um, they're more likely to act on that. Yep. Okay. The last one. Oh, average cost of shopping ads is around sixty six cents per click. Okay, that is a great ROI. Um, depending, you know, for your 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 items there. Yeah. <laughs> so um, a great profit margin there. So the last one. Um, is app campaigns. Okay, we touched on this just a little bit earlier. Um, so app campaigns promote your new app 
Either, you can either use them to promote your app to new users. Hey, download our app. Right. You know, we've all seen these. Um, you can increase sales within the app. Okay. So these are obviously focused on mobile devices. Mm-hmm. Again, that targeting of demographics. Um, you can promote your app on Google search, on those display networks like the banner ads, YouTube, Google Play, all in one campaign. Mm-hmm. So this is a huge audience that you can hit if this is, you know, if you want to promote that app. So, um, there are three type of ad, three main types of ad campaigns: installs, hey, install it; engagement, interact with it; um, and then finally, it's pre-registration. Like our app is coming, sign right. up now so you get it first. Okay, so cost for these, it, there's a lot of factors, so I couldn't really give you a good estimate on what they cost, but. Um, um, but yeah, if an app is there, you can promote it. We've all seen them. I've clicked on them before. Oh, that right. would be a good one and, and actually done it. So, yeah. So there's so many different options for Google ads. How should people go about figuring out what type to use? Okay. Well, I would think it, think about what, what is your goal? Okay, we talked about how some would be better uh, for brand awareness. Mm-hmm. Are you a new one? Are you trying to uh, get get uh, uh, conversions and sales, make some money quickly, maybe shopping, maybe um, even search there with call to action? Do you have good media available as far as photograph and video content? All of these things are going to help you narrow it down. Honestly, these are all going to be great news. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've seen great results on all of these almost mm-hmm. with our clients, you know, um, um, when it's targeted right, when you know who you want to see it, it's set up correctly, and then um, and we, when you utilize descriptions and keywords in there, then they can all be great for your business. Yeah. Um, we'd have to really know, sit down and talk and say, what are your goals? Um, what have you done before? What can we build off of to really help decide which one would be the best for you? Right. Exactly. So that being said, that's a good segue, because if all of this sounds just way too complicated to you and you really just don't want to think about it anymore, you should give us a call because we can handle it for you. Um, We can come up with a strategy and help you figure out exactly what type of ads would be best to reach your audience. um, And we would love to be able to partner with you in that way. So thank you so much, Beth, for being our guest today. Yep, I hope you guys learned something. You got to start somewhere. If you're with this. So, I mean, do small campaigns. Yeah. Test them out. See what's going on. Right. You know, exactly. See what works and doesn't. Trial and error. You know, mm-hmm. figure out what works. If it works, keep doing it. If it doesn't, try something new. Um, for our next episode, we are going to be mixing it up a little bit. And instead of discussing one of the topics from our blog, we are going to be doing a Q&A with one of our marketing strategists. Um, so you'll get to hear from our very own Becca Gordon. And Brian will be back for that one. Um, those two have known each other for quite a while as well. And they are always super fun when you get them together. So definitely come back and give that one a listen next time. Um, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating that really helps us get the word out. And we'd also love to connect with you on social media or on our website, um, head over to dogwoodmediasolutions.com. That's really the best way to connect with us. Um, all of our social is linked there and there's different contact pages you can get to, to get in contact with us or just give us a call. If that's the easiest way to get in contact, we would love to talk to you and find out how we can partner together. Thanks again for tuning into the Dogwood Media Solutions podcast. And until next time. Happy marketing.